This is the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald, where we exist to move church forward and have the conversations that every team needs to be having. Hey everyone, welcome to the Team Church Podcast. My name is Brandon Stewart and I get to be your host today. So glad that you found uh, this space. Of course, the Team Church Podcast releases the first Tuesday of every month. Um, Our goal here on the podcast is to have the conversations that every team needs to be having. So today we're going to have some team talk. We're going to start the conversation and our hope, our prayer is that you and your team will finish the conversation and just consider how we can all move forward and be better as a team as we are building God's great church. So, so glad you're here today. And I am joined with Coach K today, my pastor, Pastor Kevin. Hello, everybody. Uh, so glad we're back for episode two. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, it's going to be a really, really good episode. I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about today. I know you're particularly fired up about this subject right now. You've <laughs> even been speaking this into the yeah. life of our own church yep. uh, here at Champion Center. Today, we're going to talk on the subject, the speed with which you lead. Mm-hmm. The speed with which you lead. I guess let's just remind everyone, Every we see everyone on the team as a leader. And, and we see us leading as a team, like we talked about in episode one, but the speed with which we lead yep. matters. Yep. Um, Pastor Kevin, I heard you say recently to, to get the conversation going that there's a dumb dichotomy that so many teams experience, and mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the dumb dichotomy of getting it right mm-hmm. versus doing it fast. Right. Yeah, Talk that, about that. Well, um, a lot of people, that... When you're when you're challenging people to work fast, they will immediately respond with, "Well, do you want it done right or do you want it done fast?" Like that would be, <laughs> you know, a way to say, "I'm not going to do it fast, but I promise you, I'll get it right." And and what we're saying is that we want both. It's both. And excellence in leadership demands that we have both. So research was done with over fifty thousand leaders this was by harvard business institute wow and what they did is that they asked questions about these fifty thousand plus leaders to the people who work with them and they asked them to rate their leadership and the people who only scored in one column in, in other words people who did who got things done fast as a leader or people who got things done well and efficiently as a leader always, or or I should say only 5% of the time qualified for what was called excellent leadership in people's mind. On the other hand, the leaders who were both fast and efficient, they got it done right and they got it done quick, were 96% of the time called excellent by their own peers and by the individuals who they led. So, that's the big variance here is that if you're only going to get one of them, you're going to be in mediocre level leadership. If you get both of them, you're climbing automatically um, to the top of the ladder. This is exactly how Rudy Giuliani uh, brought down the crime rate in New York when he was mayor. It's the, the classic now uh, broken window theory. Yeah. Yep. Uh, talk to us about that. For well, a second. criminology is the one that came up with that study of criminology. But uh, Mayor Giuliani, through his police chief years ago, whenever the crime rate was really high in New York City and he became mayor, um, was encouraged to apply 
the broken window theory, which basically means that when windows get broken or petty crime is occurring, you could say that that the city officials pounce on it in such a way that it attracts attention to everyone who's who's observing and sends a message that says we don't tolerate even small crime that's right in this city and so what he did though that was amazing and got a lot of attention across the country was that he said every window that is broken in the day will be fixed by midnight tonight so, so on amazing. when when officers were patrolling areas and of course we know there's parts of the city probably more vulnerable to this and so they're on high alert and they see broken windows then by midnight the guarantee was that the windows would be fixed now imagine you're an officer or you're you know you're a person at the window company or wherever you are in that process and you're saying no tomorrow's not good enough today 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 and and that is what created an amazing amount of attention to the whole broken window theory was the way they not only said we're going to fix the window they said we're going to fix it today like by the end of the day it will be fixed and beautiful news in all of this is that if you haven't heard about it or read about it is that the crime rate went way down uh in the leadership that was so proactive um under mayor giuliani i think so many pastors so many team leaders are facing right now tough conversations they need to have yep. or something on their team that isn't working they, they have a broken window on their team yep. somewhere something isn't working someone isn't working and i think you'd agree with this that the speed with which we address that matters mm -hmm. the speed with which in other words if you're gonna the tough conversation is not gonna go away so good yes it, it's it's not going to disappear on its own yeah it's like driving a car with a flat tire and hoping it somehow as you're driving it inflates itself but know? i've heard it said about some of the some of the <laughs> <laughs> come on brandon laugh with me on that that's a good example <laughs> but i've heard it said that the greatest companies in the world give feedback to their employees immediately, mm -hmm. like same day yep. kind of stuff. We're not waiting for the 90 day review. Good. We're not waiting for the one year review. I've even heard it from friends that have worked at like Apple and companies like that, that they would leave almost every single day hearing feedback yep. on, on how they did, but that just speaks to speed. Yep. It speaks to, to being quick yep. about getting to the places that are going to really move our teams forward absolutely so i remember the first um, person that i had on our team as a as a as a worship um pastor or worship overseer yes. it was a single gal she was still in college and basically we're a really small church and we were pretty desperate for help um, my wife sheila and i were doing everything from the children's ministry straight on through you know to leading worship to prayer leaders to doing the weekly bulletins to, you, you name it we were doing it and so this young gal, I, I was able to recruit her out of college. Um, and actually because of, you know, she, the environment that we were in, she would just come in town on the weekend from a nearby city. And then um, she would stay with us over the weekend to help us mm -hmm. with our, our small church. And so I remember every weekend I would want, you know, I would say, okay, we're going to review the weekend. I'm going to tell you what I like, what I don't like. I'm going to tell you what you know. I'd like us to get better on. And so the first time I did it, she cried. You know, she like, I just like, and, and 
Then after a couple of weeks of the emotional response, sometimes it was crying, sometimes it was, you know, pushback, whatever it might be. I said to her, you know what? There's no way you can work with me if you can't let me talk back to you. Yep. Like if that sort of, you know, honest, open, it's not about you being degraded. This is your first time. I know that. So I'm a coach. I'm going to tell you what a pastor likes, what I like, but I still, I'm so glad you're here. I'm thankful you're here. Like you can't take all this personal. This is how we grow. But, but I think a lot of times in environments where people are, you know, new to the game, they're young employees, they're at their first shot, they take everything so sensitively that they don't allow what you're talking about and they feel uncomfortable. And you're right. Um, what it does is it handcuffs leaders. Yes. Because we got to wait till the right moment. We got to wait till the right time. Yes. And unfortunately, that causes... Uh, it's a high price that organizations pay for trying to wait till the right moment rather yes. than giving quick, fast feedback. I think my feedback as, um, I'm to say that again. I think my theory being someone on your team over the years has been if I stay unoffendable and I let you talk quickly to me in the moment, I get the best of you. It may not always feel good. Not saying it always, you know, goes down like candy or something. It's going to hurt a little bit. But I'm going to get the best out of you as my leader. But it's my job to stay unoffendable so you can stay quick on the feedback or direction or you can ask big. And I get the best out of you as my leader when, when I just allow you to do that. And you don't got to worry about me. Like, like it might sting, but I'll, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. I feel like that's a great gift that we give to our pastors and we give to others Absolutely. and allow them to do that. Absolutely. And when you don't, then you create a pace um, that he has to slow down for yes. and the whole organization gets bogged down. So I loved what you taught our staff uh, recently on the reasons we lead fast. I think we have three of them today. The, yep. the reasons that we lead fast. The The first reason that we had talked about was that it, it makes you an excellent leader. You mm-hmm. started there today. It makes you an excellent leader. I guess unpack that for us for a minute. Well, basically, um, for us, we, we assume that in one way or the other, we have our own notion of what excellence is. And more often than not, like I said, people assume that it's getting it done right. And getting it done right is what makes me an excellent leader. So we're just under, we're, we're, we're kind of undermining that notion. Hopefully, um, we're destabilizing it so that people that have been secure in that idea would realize that it's definitely not true. So let me give you an example. In-N-Out hamburgers. Most people that are listening, even yes. if you don't have one around. Jesus is Lord at In-N-Out <laughs> burgers. Jesus is Lord. We know who they are, right? We know what yes. they do. We know that, that their meat is that their meat is fresh. We know that potatoes are not frozen. Yes. Like, can you imagine? Now, just think about all that. That means it's quick. It's fast. It's delivered. A delivery service is happening constantly to the In-N-Outs across the country, but that's their pledge. Not only is that their pledge, but when you pull in and you get ready to order it in and out, you are on a timer. You don't know it, but you're on a timer. And the timer is only six minutes long. So six minutes from the time that is the maximum, by the way, from the time that you place your order, the time you pick it up. Once that is breached, somewhere in that five to six minute mark, the person who is managing that in and out 
will will make a decision for speed. And it looks like this. They look out at the floor where there are three employees who are out on the floor and they're cleaning up the napkins and the things left and cups and so forth. And the manager will say, hey, I need you to get outside, get out to the line. They literally make a decision that would say maybe a few extra napkins will be laying around and, and we'll tolerate that for the sake of quick response yes. outside. Because yes. we do not let anyone wait more than six minutes. That's so good. So, so they get out there, they take orders even before the normal order box to speed up the process. So that's a good example, I guess, or, or tells you what I'm talking about when it comes to being an excellent leader in, in whatever industry you're in. And whatever you're doing, yeah. excellence is not only being efficient or doing it right. It's also doing it fast. You you act like you're a little bit passionate about in and out you, you, you may have been there. You I may have been there that, huh? a time or two. I don't know. We'll have, yeah. to, we'll have to research that a little I, I bit. I confess. Okay. Our second reason we lead fast is the speed of the leader determines the speed of the team just building on what you just said the speed of the leader determines the speed of the team talk to us about so i actually got that point from a quote by ralph waldo emerson and here's how he says that he says the speed of the leader determines the pace of the pack it's so good so the 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 team cannot cannot move any faster. The organization cannot move any faster than the leader themselves is moving. Now, they can move slower, potentially, but they definitely can't move faster. If you have a plotter as a leader, then people are waiting for information. They're waiting for direction. They're yes. waiting for vision. They're waiting for guidance. They're waiting to get the green light. Everything's red right now on hold. They can't move any. And it creates frustration, especially with certain proactive kinds of personalities. Totally. Um, And so that's really the point that that we're making there is the speed of the leader determines the speed of the team. Well, and I think not to keep emphasizing confrontation, but... Don't you think that there, when a situation needs to be dealt with, a, a tough conversation needs to happen, mm-hmm. or everyone on the team knows it needs to happen, just because you're putting off that conversation till tomorrow yep. doesn't mean everyone still doesn't know. Like they're waiting, in other words, for the leader to step up and address the situation. So yep. addressing it today versus addressing it in seven days are not the same thing. You're right. And the longer you wait, the more the more toxin and poison so can good. get into the team because they're waiting for you to lead. So good. And your speed matters in that moment. Exactly. It gives confidence to the team Yep. when you step up as a leader and lead. And I think the third reason that uh, we lead fast is because it's expected and valued. I thought this was so good. It's expected and valued. We we live in a society right now that is so fast, right? And reinventing itself constantly, right? Um, talk to us about it being expected and valued. Well, I it, first of all, I think it being expected is what I said with In and Out. Um, it's In and Out. It's Amazon. It's Starbucks. It's Amazon. By the way, it's amazing. Like like we can literally. 
because my deal about shopping, I'm I'm a, I'm a shopper. I like uh, fashion, all of that, but I want to touch, feel, try it on, all of that. So my argument has always been, I don't want to wait two or three days, you know, two or three days for something in the mail, totally. and then, you know, I I haven't tried it on, I haven't touched doesn't it, fit. felt it, doesn't fit, whatever. Yep. Well, Amazon's making that tough now because you can literally get it so fast. And within such a short amount of time, touch it, feel it, try it on, send it back if it doesn't work, that they're creating a whole new uh, market for themselves by yep. speed. Speed alone is is elbowing its way into the marketplace. And so uh, people expect it. People people expect that that I'm gonna get I'm gonna get what I need fast. I remember as a kid, I was in Chicago. Um, we used to go to Chicago some, and then of course Sheila um, is from Chicago, my wife. And so even up through those early years of marriage, there was a tailor downtown Chicago. And when we would go down there and buy clothes, buy pants, buy a suit, you could literally walk into the tailor. They measure you, and within about five minutes per pants, you were out the door with your pants altered, your your hem Amazing. being done. And I would wonder, how come we can't do that like everywhere? <laughs> you know, what is it about this place? And it was amazing because they kept on the demand rose and they kept hiring more tailors. And that was their deal. It was speed. It was fast. So it's come to be expected. And then the, the second part of that is that it's valued. And here's what I wanted to say to every leader who, like you said, is avoiding confrontation. They're waiting. They're sidestepping it. They're not responding. Your your respect will go down. Yes, in direct proportion with people around you, it's in truth. direct proportion to your speed. So if you're always moving slow, the respect for your leadership will deteriorate. And I, I just don't think a lot of people have come to terms with that. A lot of leaders have come to terms with that. That that people will still to your face say, "Pastor, you're wonderful. Thank you for that message." But in their heart, if you're not if you're not dealing with things that they know only you can deal with, if you're not having the tough conversation because you're avoiding yep. it, yep. it deteriorates and undermines the respect that people have for you as a leader. I just want to get that out there, I guess, Brandon. That's so good. Because I again I think that a lot of people are not recognizing the value that we are placing today on action and people moving quick, and people handling things fast, and people being willing to go there without having weeks to think about it. When organizations and teams are, are simplifying, leadership structures are flattening right now, like as a trend, yep. meaning we're where church staff is is really leaning out in a lot of way. We're getting more nimble and more quick to be able to make right turns and left turns. In fact, John... Cotter in his book, Leading Change, um, alludes to this idea. So many people, uh, when they want to change something, they rush to fixing the mission or fixing the vision, or mm. which is like step three. Uh, you you have uh, other steps before you even get there, and the first step is creating urgency. Very good. That no change and no progress for your team will happen outside of urgency. Very good. The two are directly linked, and, and don't even bother starting on the the subsequent steps until you've tackled urgency very good on your team yeah and i i would just really encourage any leader out there 
where I call leaders again, when I say leaders, I'm talking about everybody who's on a team. Yes. If you have a place on a team, in my mind, when I say leaders, I'm talking to every, every single person on the team. I would just encourage you to, um, come to terms with the idea that if, if you want to be valued, um, in your organization, um, work fast, get things done quick. Don't give yourself a relaxed timeline. Um, give yourself an urgency timeline. Yeah, Be good. really ambitious about what you're working on. Get it done before it's actually um, necessary to get done. And watch what happens. Watch respect go up. Yes. Watch value go up for you because you are prompt. You are quick. You grab. Even I'm thinking right now about how the, the old story in the Old Testament of, of when, uh, you know, David just kind of said, I wish I had a little drink right now from the well of Bethlehem. And immediately, yes. immediately, three of his mighty men went into action, and they went through, busted through enemy lines, snuck through in the night, grabbed some water, and brought it back to their to their leader. And he he actually dumped it out, which sounds silly to us, but the point was he didn't feel worthy. Now he's the leader, but he didn't feel worthy to wow. actually drink that water right then because of they put their life on the line to get that water for him, and mm. he just felt so overwhelmed. And that's what I'm talking about with value. If, yes. if, if you're prompt, if you are quick to take a signal, act on it, it will amaze you throughout your lifetime. The, the value that people will put on that, um, you'll never lack for an opportunity if you'll work diligent and fast at the same time. So for every team listening today, let's tee up the ball for them to have the conversation. If, if, we're, if this is resonating... Yep. For a pastor, for a team, for a leader right now, what's the conversation that they need to walk out of here and have after this? Yeah, I, I would just say, look at one another and open yourself up and ask one another question. What, what can I do and what can we do to increase speed with the way we lead? So leading like a team, we're leading like a team. What, what can we all do better? Um, individually, if that applies to me, great. But if you'll have that conversation as we're finished today, if you'll do it in group form, I, you know, we, in our own team meeting yesterday, um, I talked about this and I was, I was happy to hear that the team actually walked out the doors and at least some of them continued the conversation, which is what we're encouraging you to do. Yeah. Um, so they were saying, Hey, that was really something we needed to hear. Now let's talk about it and let's ask ourselves, how do we, how, how do we as a team get faster, get quicker, respond with more urgency, promptness, come to work with the idea and the attitude that, um, you know, speed matters, quickness matters, and we're going to be that team. And I think remembering to, our urgency in ministry is directly tied to people's salvation and their healing. Yep. That the the four men that brought their paralyzed friend to Jesus and they showed up at the house and the house was full. 
They didn't come back the next day. They didn't come back mm, the following Sunday. So good. They went up on a roof and destroyed someone else's property <laughs> to lower their friend yeah, to Jesus so be, because they had urgency. They had urgency. They 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 know it's happening today. It's yep. happening now. And and when in the word says that when Jesus saw their faith, yes, the the, the four men's faith, he yes. looked at the paralyzed man and said. Your sins are forgiven. Be healed. So it was good. a there. I think you just have to remember that ministry. Our urgency. So our urgency in growth track or membership class. Our our urgency in responding to guests. Our urgency when we say I'll get back to you. We get back to somebody. All of those things matter. Absolutely. And I love the little list you were just talking about. So if it's guests, we ask ourselves how long before they're greeted. How long, yes. how long before we're offering to show them around the uh, yes. building or take their kids over to their class? Or how long before they get a phone call back after they say, hey, I'm willing to volunteer? Or they go through growth track, how long before they're on a team? You know, just asking ourselves those honest questions. And, and you're right. What it means is that we are taking what we do as a ministry, as, as being serious and every... Every act matters, and and we don't we don't have the luxury of just taking our time um, because it's such an important thing and vital thing that we do with people's lives. And so good. Okay, so I believe we've teed up the ball for you to have a conversation with your team. I, I'm sure if you're listening to this right now, you probably your mind is racing on, on how can we move quicker, how can we lead with a need for speed. So I'd encourage you right now to grab the show notes and tee up, schedule a conversation quickly with your team on, on how we can take this and, and weave it into the fabric and the DNA of our team. So we pray this has helped today. We, we feel so honored to have a voice and have a space into your life and into your team. If this podcast has resonated with you, I would encourage you hit the subscribe button, plan to make us a part of your team and your world every single month on the first Tuesday of the month. We would be so honored to uh, join you and take you on a journey and and have some conversations we all need to be having. I'd also encourage you to head to teamchurchconference.com and check out the upcoming events we have for the Team Church Tribe, whether it be our summer conference in August or one of our one days or training camps. We would love to see you at a future Team Church event. So uh, we love you, Team Church. Uh, we, we love building church with you. We're praying for you today. We're believing for God's grace and God's favor on our churches. I'm praying that, that together we'll all move church forward. God bless you. This has been the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald. For more information on conferences and events, check out teamchurchconference.com.